you know, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it might just be a duck. Episode 897 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, what is overtraining syndrome? Hey guys, uh, I don't know about you, but back in the day, socks were always that thing that you got every Christmas, but didn't exactly look forward to getting. And uh, today's affiliate partner slash sponsor of the show is Features, which actually for us as runners, like I think it's safe to say that a good pair of socks isn't uh, the same type of, you know, ho-hum Christmas present uh, as it would have been when we were, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years old and you got that you know, six pack of tube socks from Fruit of the Loom uh, underneath the tree. And you're like, you know, can, Santa, can you just take this one back? Uh, so if, if you've got, you know, a need for some some new socks this year, uh, I definitely stand by the, the feature socks that I got. I did a review on them not too long ago. If you go scroll back in your feed a few episodes, a few Fridays ago, uh, you want to hear me talk more about uh, the quality that are feature socks. You can check them out there. And uh, if you want to get yourself a pair and support the show at the same time, uh, or maybe put it on your Christmas list, say, hey, order them here. Go through the link, disruns.com slash features. That's F-E-E-T. U-R-E-S, disruns.com slash features. Uh, that throws a couple shekels into the old uh, coffers around here. Doesn't cost you or whoever whoever's doing the shopping for you. Doesn't cost them anymore. Um, and you can definitely get yourself some good socks uh, for you know starting your year of, of running in 2021 off on the right foot. Ha-ha, <laughs> but I'm ching. All right. Anyway, uh, features, disruns.com slash features today. Uh, and definitely uh, stand behind the quality of the socks that they, uh, that they have available. So... Today, talking a little bit about overtraining syndrome, which is something that I, I don't think was really on my radar until a couple of things that happened recently. One, there was a question about overtraining and, and kind of recognizing overtraining syndrome uh, in last month's Q&A episode, which was just a week ago. So you know, on one hand, I kind of have just covered this, but on the other hand, I think it deserves a little bit more deep dive than what I did in the Q&A episode. And also had a, a, a comment or a suggestion of a topic to cover um, on Twitter that wasn't specifically related to overtraining syndrome, but it's kind of going to be kind of the, the focus of how to work through overtraining syndrome a little bit. So um, all that to say, I think this is something that's kind of come at me from a couple different different areas and something that, quite frankly, I haven't thought of that much. But the more I, I start looking into it, the more I started thinking about it, the more I kind of feel like overtraining syndrome is is maybe one of those things that um, doesn't get talked about enough because I would wager that that there's a decent chance that maybe this is the most common issue. I don't know if you want to call it an injury. I mean, certainly it can lead to injuries, uh, but maybe this is one of the most common things facing us as, as runners in, in 2020 going forward into 2021. Um, I think overtraining syndrome is, is a real thing that is impacting a lot of runners and, and as such worth talking about and maybe worth having two episodes about spoiler alert next week. We're going to talk about it some more. So uh, today I want to look at mostly identifying overtraining syndrome. What is it? How do you know if it's something that, that maybe just maybe you might be dealing with and then next week we'll really dive a, a fair bit deeper into how to work through it. If you think that's something that you've got going on. So a little tease for next week's episode um, and you know, Based on how today goes, maybe you'll you'll really be uh, tuning in and taking notes uh, for next week if you feel like this might be something that you're dealing with and something that you need to work through. Certainly something that, I again, I think that all of us should be aware of because I, I think it's easy to lurk lurk 
around various corners and creep up on us if we're not careful. So, you know, when you hear the word or the phrase overtraining syndrome, when you hear somebody talking about, you know, dealing with, with overtraining, what does, what does that mean? And, and for me, for the longest time, I would have just said that that means that, uh, probably just running too much, right? At least for us as runners, uh, yeah, overtraining kind of break that down, right? Too much training, too much running, pretty, you know, self-explanatory cut and dry, move on to the next thing. Um, but after, after thinking about it a little bit more, doing a little bit more research, doing some reading and, and some just kind of, of educating myself a bit further, um, it's, it's not that simple. All right. It's, it's not super complicated, at least on the, you know, sort of not super complicated, but it's definitely not as simple as you're just running too much. So, so what would I say a better definition, a better, um, way of, of classifying overtraining, uh, and, and dealing with overtraining some, what, what would that be? I say that it's it's less of just running too much, although that could certainly be part of it, but it's more an imbalance in the ratio between your your workouts, your training, and your recovery. Okay, because because ultimately that's how we improve in the sport. And and I, I feel like I've talked about this before, maybe not as in depth as I as I could have or should have, but your progress in your in, in the sport of running, progress towards your goals is is a you know, basically it's, it's the work you do plus your recovery equals your training equals the, the progress that you make. And so if those things are in balance in harmony, if you're recovering enough to adequately that your body is recovered from the workouts you're doing, you're going to move forward. If that balance gets thrown off and not in the way where you're, you're recovering too much. I think, I think that that's, that's a, an okay place to be. Um, but if, if you're, if it gets thrown off to where the, the, the ratio is more training, not enough recovery, that's when potentially you start to go down the path towards overtraining. So, um, yeah, again, it's not simple to, to recognize, and it's not something where every time that you just go a little bit more, a little bit heavier training volume or a little couple, couple of good hard workouts, um, it, it, it's not that simple that, that you do it a little bit and automatically you're in an overtraining situation. Um, our bodies are good at adapting, adjusting making things work. But if over a period of weeks, months, and and potentially years that you're not recovering enough and you're continuing to train more, continuing to push things, maybe continuing to burn the candle at both ends, which we'll talk about that more as we go, that's when you really run the risk of starting to get into uh, an overtraining situation where where not only, you know, are are you potentially setting yourself up for, for a higher risk of injury, but you also are potentially setting yourself up for a, a decrease in performance. You know, actually, instead of moving towards your your fitness goals, your running goals, potentially moving farther away from them. And and that's that's the real um, insidious nature of of overtraining syndrome is that sometimes we feel like as runners and as endurance athletes in general that the more we do, the more benefit it's going to be. And as long as that ratio, as long as that work to recovery ratio stays fairly well balanced. There's a lot to be said that the more training you're able to do, the more progress you're going to be able to make. But if you start getting into overtraining zone, uh, and and real deep into that, that side of the, you know, of an unbalanced, uh, equation or an unbalanced ratio, I mean, overtraining can lead to a loss of fitness, a, a decrease in performance, moving you farther away from a lot of your, your running goals. So that's why, again, that's why I think that it's important to maybe talk a little bit more about 
maybe kind of drag overtraining syndrome out of the shadows and, and into the forefoot shine, forefront, shine a little light on it, uh, and help you identify like, man, is this, is this something that maybe I'm dealing with right now? Uh, because obviously the, the, the first step to overcoming any type of issue is to recognize that you got it right. Or recognize that maybe it's something you're dealing with. So what are some of the signs and symptoms of overtraining? What, what are some things that you might want to, you know, kind of recognize that, Hey, yeah, like I've got, I, I think I've got that, you know, uh, what, what are some of those, those things? So here is, is a list of, I don't know, 10, I'm going to, I, this is in the show notes for today. Disruns.com slash eight, nine, seven. If you want to check it out, of course, memes, gifs, links, the whole nine. Um, but I'm going to, I'm just going to cycle through my, my list. And this is not necessarily the definitive list. There's probably more things that would, would fall under this category, but here are maybe the, the things that I think we could say are the most common, some of the most common signs and symptoms of somebody that things that you might experience if you're dealing with a, a little case of, of overtraining syndrome. So it'd be increased levels of fatigue, kind of just kind of feeling worn down all the time, increased hunger levels, like always hungry, always wanting more fuel. Um, Elevated resting heart rate. So those of us that track your heart rate, whether it's an Aura Ring, your Fitbit, your Apple Watch, whatever it is, if you're tracking your, your resting heart rate and that seems to be consistently elevated over time, that could be a sign. Could be a sign. All of these things are could be signs. Okay, and we'll get to that in more in just a second. Other signs and symptoms. Uh, an increased awareness or, or level of consistent muscle and joint soreness. Always kind of dealing with just kind of achy and sore all the time. Maybe you find yourself being a little bit more moody. Not just about your running, but in your personal life as well. Snapping at the kids, snapping at your partner, uh, you know, a little bit more grumpy at work. Um, so an increase in moodiness could be a sign or a symptom. Uh, lack of an enthusiasm to run. You just kind of don't really want to. Running becomes a chore, you know, so maybe burnout, burnout, overtraining kind of uh, can be synonyms at times. Um, reduced level of performance. Meaning that again, you're you're seeing your your metrics, the the measuring sticks that you use to gauge how you're doing, kind of going down. Maybe your your race times when when we live in a world with races again. Maybe your race times are consistently getting slower. Maybe you're um, you know doing some time trials, or maybe you do some some math tests. If you're if you're a heart rate trainer like like I am, and you're testing your your math your math test every month or six weeks or something like that, and not just here and there that it's, you know, the performance doesn't line up, but consistently test after test race after race time trial after time trial, you're noticing that, man, it's, it's, it's moving in the wrong direction. Or maybe you're finding that your heart rate is getting higher to maintain the same level of effort. What felt easy before no longer feels easy. Like you feel like you're working now. All right. So you see some of those, those metrics of performance moving in the wrong direction. That could be a sign. Um, Increased cravings for kind of junk food, for, for cheap, cheap uh, you know, sugary type of, of foods. Again, not a guarantee, but if your body's trying to work harder to recover, like it's, it's looking for those, those easy calories, those things that maybe help give you a little boost, help you, you know, feel a little bit less tired because that's another one, being tired all the time. Even after a good night's sleep, you're just tired all the time. Feel like you could take a nap any day, every day, all day, no factor tired, fatigued, which can obviously, again, lead to some sugar cravings. So those two are kind of tied together, getting some poor sleep quality. Even though you're tired all the time, you're not able to, to shut it down and get good sleep. You're tossing and turning. Again, if you're tracking sleep, if you, if you wear one of those devices that, that kind of tracks your sleep, it's, it's pinging at you going, man, another rough night of sleep last night. If that trend starts to pick up, that could be a sign. Um, another one that's, that's not necessarily related to running, but it's, it's a result of potentially overtraining is being sick all the time, 
always dealing with the sniffles, always dealing with the cold or upper respiratory infections or, um, you know, I guess flus. In a world of COVID-19, we want to have a good, strong immune system. And if you're, if you're run down, if you're dealing with overtraining system or overtraining syndrome, that's going to impact the functioning of your immune system. So maybe, you know, and, and obviously uh, no jokes about COVID-19 or anything like that, but maybe instead of having relatively asymptomatic, maybe if you're dealing with overtraining syndrome, you might end up with a little bit more severe case of COVID-19 if you were to come down with it. Heaven forbid, we don't want that to happen to anybody, but just something to think about in this time and place. You know, poor, uh, diminished uh, ability of your immune system to function, that's definitely a a possible symptom of overtraining syndrome. Um, And then last but not least on my list, just feeling like you're stressed all the time. You know, just elevated stress levels, um, which again, 2020, I feel like that's something that, that again, a lot of us uh, have been dealing with at various points of the year, maybe currently as we're speaking. So the, the, you know, that's, again, that's uh, a pretty good list, but there's other things that could also be on there as well. Um, but one of the things that I think is, is really frustrating slash makes it hard to identify, are we really dealing with overtraining syndrome or not? Is that you could make an argument that a lot of these things are just kind of byproducts of good training, right? Like after a good long run, you're probably hungrier. You know, you're probably a little bit tired. You might even be a little bit sore, especially if you maybe after a long run or even after a good hard workout, right? Like with the weather turning, you know, getting cold in a lot of places, even even here in Florida, the last few days have been pretty darn chilly. Um, I don't know about you, but that kind of saps some of my enthusiasm about getting out at 530 in the morning when it's 37 degrees. And that's not making things up. It was legitimately 37 degrees uh, earlier this week uh, at 530 in the morning. I, I was not enthused. I was not excited to go get my run in, to say the least. You know, so, so some of these things, you kind of, you know, it, it's a blurry line. The other trick about identifying or, or another potential struggle, hurdle that has to be overcome to identify whether or not you're really dealing with overtraining syndrome or not, is that a lot of times these things kind of, you know, they kind of fester under the surface a little bit. You know, it's not like just after one one good hard run that you're like, man, I'm sore all the time. Like you might be sore a little bit the next day, but that usually goes away after a day or two, right? Like like you might not want to run. I might not have wanted to run the other day because it was 37 degrees, but you know, tomorrow it's supposed to be about 50 degrees in the morning. And, and guess what? That's fine. I'll be okay to go out and run at 50 degrees. I won't, I won't have, you know, the, the cold weather blues going, gosh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really, I live in Florida. I shouldn't have to run when it's 37 degrees, 50 degrees. That feels fantastic. I'll be excited to go run. So, you know, all of these, all of these signs and symptoms are things that pop up from time to time. And they're also things that are kind of to be expected. You know, they're, they're not something that, that just like, wait a second, what's that? Like, what's like, it's kind of makes sense. And then they, they bubble up They're gradual onset sometimes, especially the things like, um, you know, increased moodiness, increased fatigue, um, kind of being tired all the time. Even the, the, the immune system one where, you know, I mean, even no matter how strong and healthy your immune system, your immune system is like, you might get a cold, right? You you might, that happens even with a well-functioning immune system, you might get a cold once in a while. So some of these things pop up and it's, it's, you know, looks like disparate dots, hard to connect them. The secret, maybe not the secret, the advice that I would give you, however, and trying to identify, is this just normal or is this potentially, am I potentially 
teetering into the, the zone of overtraining syndrome is to look at the number of, of symptoms that you're experiencing. You know, if you've got one or two of the things on the list, maybe. I'm not saying that you get, definitely don't have, you know, you're not dealing with overtraining at that point. But if you've got one or two of those things, like, okay, if you've got half of the list, three quarters of the list, if you were nodding your head up and down going, yep, 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 as I was going through that, well, now, you know, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it might just be a duck. Like, it kind of sounds like, you know, uh, uh, enough enough positive or enough enough symptoms that, that line up. Maybe this isn't just a normal case of I had a good hard workout, right? And then the other thing to keep in mind is how long do these particular symptoms linger? Like I said, you, you go out and, and bang out a good hard quarter mile repeat workout tomorrow. Shoot, if I go out and bang out a good hard quarter mile repeat workout tomorrow, I can promise you I'm going to be feeling it for three or four days. Okay, it's been a long time since I've done a good, hard speed workout. And if I go out and sell out and push myself to do a good, hard speed workout, yeah, there's going to be some fatigue and some soreness that that is going to be some lingering for for a few days. But if after a few days it resolves, if if after a couple more easy runs after that, like no factor, body feels good, body feels better, back back to full health, full, full, you know, full range of motion, no, no aches, pains, nothing like that. Probably, probably pretty normal, probably to be expected, probably no big deal. But if, if I'm sore, feeling worn down, pain in my joints, pain in my muscles after just an easy four miles that I do, you know, I do six miles easy pretty much every morning. If I go, if I go out for four miles tomorrow morning and, uh, no, not, not pushing the pace, not high intensity, nothing like that. And then the next day I'm like, gosh, my legs kind of sore. Or maybe I just have, have had a period of a couple of weeks where I've just been running easy mostly, nothing crazy, no crazy mileage, no crazy workouts, um, but just kind of starting to feel like my legs are heavy all the time, a little bit sore, and it's not going away after a couple of days. Well, now maybe we're getting somewhere. Now maybe we are treading into that you know zone of overtraining. So th- that's kind of how I would look at things. You got multiple symptoms. Things that are lingering for days, weeks, maybe months, pretty good, pretty good indication that it's not just quote unquote normal. You might be treading more into the world of of overtraining syndrome. So how do you work through it? Like I said, this is going to be the the full focus of next week, but my, my little teaser for you is kind of like how my, my thought used to be that overtraining syndrome just means that you're running too much. My thought used to be that, you know, if, if you're dealing with overtraining syndrome, just run a little bit less and you'll be fine. That's potentially the, the solution because that's going to help balance that, that work to recovery ratio, but it's not the only solution and perhaps it's not even the best solution. So we'll dive into that a bit more next week. But if you, if you feel like this is something that you're dealing with, which again, Right now, in the world of 2020, increased stress has been kind of a thing for a lot of us for the last six or eight months, right? Um, and that can can help to lead to all these things. It can certainly help to reduce our recovery amount or how well we recover, which could lead to uh, some some uh, overtraining syndrome. If that's you, you're probably in good company. In fact, I would say you are for sure in good company. You're certainly not alone. And next week, we'll kind of help you figure out how to start working through it and hopefully help, you know, be able to come through the other side so you can really start 2021 
in a good place instead of in an overtrained place, in a fatigued place, in a place where running doesn't seem fun anymore. Because that's the last thing that any of us want, I think, when it comes to our running is for it to not be fun and not something that we enjoy. So uh, we'll be back next week for that. But as far as today goes, signs, symptoms of overtraining. What do you think? Something you're dealing with? Something that maybe I can help you with? Have any questions about it? Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes today. We've got some memes. We've got some gifs. Nothing too crazy. I mean, these are ones that have mostly been recycled, but uh, they're some of my favorites. So, you know, if you want to go check them out, you can check them out. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 897 is that link. And of course, down at the bottom of the page, there is the, sh- the uh, comment box. So you can leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, questions, or, you know, anything else related to overtraining or anything else in general. Just love to hear from you. Let me know down in that comment section. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll come back at overtraining syndrome next week and try to give some, some tips and some tricks and some tactics and some strategies to keep training, keep recovering, and work through overtraining syndrome. Um, but uh, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, if you, think you, if you think somebody might benefit from you know talking a little bit more about overtraining syndrome and talking a little more openly about it, uh, feel free to pass this episode along to them. Hit that share button on your phone. Post about it on social media. You just post the the you know the show notes link, disruns.com slash 897. Um, you know, and, and hopefully help a running friend out a little bit along the way. Uh, speaking about helping a running friend out along the way, maybe even helping yourself out along the way, disruns.com slash features. Like that trans- you like that transition. It, don't pretend like you're not smiling right now. You're shaking your head going, ah, Diz, that was, that was pretty good. That's what almost 900 episodes of podcasting will do for you. You'll figure out that transition. Uh, but if you want some good socks this holiday season or you start the new year with, um, you want to gift a, a, you know, some socks to a friend, they'll appreciate it. Again, I mean, you know, as a kid, nobody likes opening socks on Christmas morning. As a runner, as an adult, getting a good pair of socks is not a bad gift at all. Uh, and if you're going to get some features, help out the show at the same time. Dizruns.com slash features. Again, F-E-E-T-U-R. Yes, disruns.com slash features. Got a link for that in the show notes as well. Uh, and with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. And look at me coming in at just over 20 minutes-ish. Not bad. Maybe we don't have to rename these quick tip episodes to anything but quick tip episodes. We'll see though. Because who knows, next week might be a little bit of a longer one. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But until then, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, y'all, peace. Peace. <laughs>